0: the clock get online move up on me online on me zero 01 this is zero five. we have effective fire on our position it's about to get fucking weird bro welcome to hero games podcast shorts episode five titled stop waiting as always i'm your host jd and it's good to be here I ask that you open your mind to the words that I'm about to share with you. And I'm going to get to building this out. The foundation of this episode is about finding your purpose and to stop waiting on pursuing your purpose. We talk a lot about finding your purpose at Hero Games Charity, and this episode was actually triggered by a recent engagement with a young woman who's a family friend who is filled with potential but a little bit lost. And being lost is okay. She has so much potential. an Amazing person with an amazing future. But it's stalled. And we've all been there. I think most of us have been there where we want to do great things in our lives, but we just don't know how to get started. It's difficult. And I think that anyone who tells you That they haven't been in that situation is likely being disingenuous. Motherfuckers. So, I see this everywhere. And until last week, I thought that it was primarily an issue with young men. But my conversation with her kind of reshaped my perspective on that. Now, gender roles are less defined than they used to be. 50 years ago, hell, 10 years ago, and this new era has sort of ushered in this seemingly increased demand for people seeking their purpose. With gender roles less defined, it's a little more confusing. The path isn't as clearly laid out. A thousand years ago, most cultures were agrarian-based, and the path was more or less defined if you are a man you were going to provide outside the home and if you are a woman you' were going to provide inside the home and everyone kind of shared the village mentality taking care of the family and then the village take us back to 1923 a hundred years ago gender roles then were probably more closely aligned to gender roles a thousand years ago than they are today the males still primarily worked outside of the home in industrial fields or agricultural fields. And women still primarily worked inside the home. Women's suffrage had just concluded and women were just beginning to branch out from the home. Now, fast forward 100 years, most of the jobs in the industrial world or the agricultural world still exist. But we have a ton of new fields, space, cyber, IT. The entertainment world alone is vastly larger than it was 100 years ago. Social media, you can have a job where all you do is talk to people on a podcast, right? Maybe one day for me. The point is there are a million choices now, and the path is not so clear. and that makes this nuanced. And for some people, ambiguity is terrifying. But I challenge you to see ambiguity as an opportunity. When a path is not clearly defined for you, that gives you options and options are beautiful. So taking this back to men and women looking for their purpose, again, we see it all the time. I get DMs from men Who express their desire to find their purpose. I have encounters with uh, young men through Sharp Top CrossFit or Hero Games charity who are looking for their purpose. And a lot of the times they say things like, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what I'm meant to do. And in some ways, it feels like a generational crisis. Or is it? Before we dive into whether it's a generational crisis or not, let's just quickly revisit the generations as defined uh, by birth year. So the silent generation was born between 1928 and 1945. They experienced World War II, the Great Depression, the industrial boom, the end of women's suffrage. Then the baby boomers were born between 1946 and 1964, and they were born during the Korean and Vietnam Wars. During the beginning of the Cold War and the beginning of the Civil Rights Movement. Then Generation X was born between 1965 and 1980. And they were born during the Vietnam War, the moon landings, the heat of the Cold War, and the end of the Civil Rights Movement. Then you have the Millennials, my generation, who were born between 1981 and 1995. And of course, these were the glory days for America the internet and MTV, Beavis and Butthead, the Cold War was ending. Communism was not the threat that it used to be. And we were looking for dictators to kill. And then comes Gen Z. And Gen Z is kind of the focus of who I'm talking about here right now, because they are predominantly the individuals that I've had engagements with where they are searching uh, for their purpose. And Gen Z was born during our 20-plus year global war on terrorism. Increased racial tension, the boom of the internet and social media. This is the first generation to not know a world without cell phones. And so anecdotally, it seems that maybe Gen Z is the generation that lacks purpose. Because if you think about it, if you were born before World War II— You had a calling, especially if you were a man. Your calling was to go defend the world against Nazism. But what about when you came back and the war was over and you didn't get a chance to start something prior to going and fighting and watching your buddies die? You think those dudes lacked purpose when they came back? I don't know. I don't know. But I think that maybe... This crosses generations, but the reality is it doesn't matter because we don't need to help baby boomers find their purpose. We need to help Gen Z find their purpose, and that's what this is kind of about. So I went and conducted just some very basic research to kind of expand my perspective and my knowledge base on this so that I can more intelligently speak on the matter And I went in with some assumptions, and my assumptions were based on experience. And each generation is different. Each generation has its pros and cons. It exists everywhere. And every last generation thinks the next generation sucks. When I joined the Army, we were the weak, shitty generation that weren't as tough as the guys before us. And believe it or not, it's come full circle I, there. There's a natural bias there. It just exists. So I went into this research with some personal observations where I feel like I've seen Gen Z entitled, misinformed, lazy, social media addicted, lacking interpersonal skills, and I found articles to support all of those theories. But the reality is that every generation has people who are entitled, misinformed, social media addicted and lacking interpersonal skills. I think most of you could probably name at least one 60 year old person in your life who sits on their front porch on their phone all day. Yeah. So (laughs) is it just a Gen Z problem? I don't know. So. There are varying opinions everywhere. When I googled the problem with Gen Z, I got articles like this. Everything wrong with Gen Z. The problem with Gen Z at work. Why is our generation, Gen Z, messed up? Then, when I googled Gen Z, our best generation... I got an article written by Mark Cuban saying that Gen Z may be the next greatest generation. I saw another article that said why Gen Z is actually the best generation. And so the takeaway here is that we can find information to feed our agenda. Period. If I want to come on here and say, hey, this is a Gen Z problem. I got proof right here. I could easily show you that. So this is kind of a point within a point. The most important Evidence is the anecdotal evidence that we see every day. So, what you see with your eyes in your community, what I see with my eyes in my community, and what I'm seeing is a lot of lost young people. And so, as someone who is a little less young and who has found purpose and happiness, I feel like I have an obligation to share how I did that, or at least kind of piece together some of the formula. So first I think that this starts in the home. It's a parent's responsibility to build a foundation that their children can launch from. So if you're a parent and you're not building a foundation that your child can launch from, not at 20, not at 22, at 18 years old, then you're failing them. Second, it's teachers and mentors responsibilities to build on that foundation. So if you're a teacher or mentor and you are not building on a foundation that's being built at home, then you're failing them as well. But then ultimately, it's the individual's responsibility. If the parents don't build the foundation and the teachers and mentors don't expand on it or build the foundation themselves, then it's your job to build the foundation. If they do build the foundation, it's your job to carry the torch. (sighs) I believe that we all have a moral obligation to give back. If you live your whole life serving yourself, fuck you. And giving back comes in different ways. It is a spectrum. There's no best way. There's no worst way. There are a thousand ways for you to give back. You can teach. You can repair. You can lead. Maybe you explore. Maybe you protect or defend. And I hear a lot of young people say, well, I'm taking my time to figure it out. I'm taking some time to discover myself. The idea of discovering yourself is fine. But you need to do it while you're serving others, not just yourself. Because otherwise, you're just an adult who's not giving back to this world. And when you entered adulthood, your responsibilities changed. They changed from me to we. So if you're discovering yourself... And you're only still thinking about me, then you're not doing your part. There's no free lunch. There's no easy route. There shouldn't be. Your purpose is not gonna just come to you because you study abroad or because you take the summer off. It's not just gonna show up in the fall and say, hey, I'm here. Let's do it, baby. Here's your dream life. It takes work. More importantly, it takes a leap and sometimes a giant leap. For me, My leap, my first leap, was joining the Army while our nation was at war. I was 17 years old in 11th grade, and I'm not the only one. There are thousands of other young men and women who did the same thing. But that was a big leap for me, and then I left my home, everything that I ever knew. And I pursued Ranger Regiment, which I knew very little about. And then I later pursued Special Forces and numerous zero-fail schools, or training events that I didn't know I would succeed at. I pursued relationships like my marriage and my children, and those were leaps. I started Hero Games Charity as an active duty Special Forces guy. That was a big leap. The leap is the decisive point to success. You have to take the leap. It might be small, it might be large, but you're going to have to take a leap. If you're looking for it to just come to you, if you're looking for the easy route, it's just not going to happen, man. And if it did happen that way, wouldn't that be kind of fucking stupid? Wouldn't that be kind of weak to go through life just shit falling in your lap? So some ideas that helped me through this process. First, it started with faith in myself. I knew that I would persevere. Success was not guaranteed. I joined the army at 134 pounds. But giving everything was a guarantee. I knew that I would give everything. And now I have philosophies that sit in the back of my mind every single day like a Morfati, The love of fate or to love your fate. Which means regardless of what comes, you're set on not only accepting it, but loving your way through it. This has happened for you, not to you. You have to love it. Then there's memento mori. Remember to die, or remember that you will die. And hopefully you don't die young, but if you do, make sure you leave everything on the field. And then there's the final idea of memento vivere, which is remember to live. Because death is certain, but life is also certain. Death is a future thing, That is not real at this moment, but life is. So you have to take that opportunity right now. Stop waiting. Looking back at my life, it seems easy for the outsider. Almost 20 years into a career in special operations, it looks like I've always had it figured out. But I didn't. I didn't consider a career in the Army until I neared the 10-year mark. And I'm blown away that A little redneck from Virginia, like me, could earn his way into the Ranger Regiment and into the Special Forces Regiment and start a podcast. But it has to start somewhere at some time. And the only failure is never starting or delaying the start for one minute more than necessary. So, here's the calling. If you're stuck, young or old, Gen Z, or a boomer, the good thing is you're in control. And I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Theodore Roosevelt. He said, It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred in sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So, be the man or the woman in the arena, not the coward that never tries. And just stop waiting. Do it now.